Chapter 1. Stephen Reed shifted in his seat to avoid the sunlight slanting through the windows of the bar at Vancouver's Sylvia Hotel. He sipped espresso and laid out the methodology behind a successful bank heist. It's not rocket science, he said. You don't have to be Stephen Hawking. Reed's face is softer now than it was some 40 years ago when his mugshot appeared on front pages across Canada. He has the same mustache, the same thick hair, both now gray, but the scars across his right cheek have faded. He ordered a Cobb salad, no avocado. Canada's most notorious living bank robber is 64 and watching his weight. Throughout the late 70s and in the very early 80s, Reed and his partners, Patty Mitchell and Lionel Wright, robbed dozens of banks, stole millions of dollars, and broke out of numerous prisons, fascinating the media while frustrating authorities in Canada and the United States. They lived in the public imagination as modern-day folk heroes, the Stopwatch Gang, a name given to them by the FBI because Reed sometimes wore an oversized stopwatch around his neck to time their ruthlessly efficient heists, often committed while wearing Halloween masks. I can't say I admire what they did because it's illegal, one FBI agent who pursued the gang for years told me, but I understood it. You have respect for the good ones, and the good ones treat you with respect. The reason so many robbers fail, Reed told me when I met him in Canada last December, is that they're desperate people who've done little if any planning. On the other hand, if you're careful and you do your homework, he said, a system's flaws will reveal themselves. Something always breaks loose. It seemed to pain him a little to say this. When we met, Reed was living at a halfway house, the final stage of an 18-year sentence that started in a maximum security prison, the longest by far of his many stints behind bars. Reed was always the brash one in the gang, the fearless street tough, but he's quiet now, contemplative. The halfway house is in Victoria, the provincial capital, a two-hour ferry ride away. He had signed out on a day pass to travel to Vancouver to work on a play he wrote called Heroin Elvis that a young director he'd met hoped to stage in the near future. Reed wasn't sure if he told his parole officer that he was also meeting a journalist. They don't like me to do media, he said, but I guess it's the anti-establishment streak in me. He pushed his salad aside and popped a piece of Nicorette. I haven't had a cigarette in two years, he said, his final vice cast aside. His voice was soft, barely audible at times, especially when discussing his gang's heyday. Honestly, these stories bore me, he said. What he wanted to talk about instead was how it all went to hell.